0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy Josh Sanchez and I know I'm a little bit late to the party but for today's show I'm going to talk about the college football playoff because obviously championship weekend happened last week. Alabama got a big win over Georgia. Pretty much the winner of that game was making the playoffs. The loser of that game was going to go home but Alabama is your number one ranked team. They have clearly been the best team in college football Dominating opponents left and right all season long. Right behind them at second is number two, Clemson. It just seems like these two teams are the two most complete teams in college football. No offense to Oklahoma and Notre Dame. It's just I feel like Alabama and Clemson are on a whole nother level. But the Clemson Tigers are 13-0. They have been dominant all season. The University of Notre Dame. Notre Dame is ranked three. And Oklahoma is ranked fourth. Georgia ranked fifth, and Ohio State ranked sixth as the first two out of the college football playoff. And I must mention, UCF was ranked eighth, and even though they're undefeated, uh, they got snubbed last year because of their strength of schedule or something like that, but they continued to mock the NFL, co- not NFL, the college football playoff system, and you guys already know how I feel about it. I voiced my opinion numerous times last year on how I think, it, how I think it's a joke and they need to expand it to eight teams. But again, Alabama and Clemson clear one-two punch, followed by Notre Dame and Oklahoma. Notre Dame's 12-0, and and Oklahoma is 12-1. and They got their rematch. They lost to Texas earlier in the year on a last-minute field goal. Oklahoma came back and dominated Texas in the Big 12 championship game, and I think that they deserve it. They are the fourth team. I know Ohio State may look better. Ohio State defeated Michigan, and Ohio State won the Big Ten. But the thing is, Oklahoma, Ohio State had a big loss. The Ohio State lost big time, and they got blown out by Purdue. It wasn't like Purdue was like a legit top-ten team. Purdue is is struggling, But but Purdue is not that good of a football team. And for Ohio State to get blown out by Purdue, they did not deserve to get into the college football playoff. Oklahoma, based off of their schedule, their only loss was by three points to Texas. So, I mean, and Oklahoma got their revenge against Texas in the champion, in the Big 12 championship. What do you guys think about the college football playoff? Do you guys think Ohio State got snubbed? I'm one of those people that do not believe that. I was really fed up with the playoffs last year because the college football playoff, again, created four teams so they didn't have the two, so they, they didn't want to have the problem of having two teams from the same conference in the final. But last year, we ended up getting two SEC teams in the final because they wanted Alabama. At the 14, they go by the four best teams or something like that. It's all it's all baloney to me. But those are your top four teams, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. Who do you think is going to win it all this year? I, I think it's going to be Clemson versus Alabama in the title game, and those two are the two best teams in football and in college football, and you will see that. But, again, check out Super Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Google, Podcasts, no, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. I hope you guys have a great day. This is the start of a couple topics. I got to talk about Markel Foltz later and also talk about the Phillies. They made a quick little splash. So stick around. You guys are listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the second topic of today, Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier, I talked about the college football playoff in the top four teams. Who do you guys think is going to win? I talked about all that on on the last topic. But now we're going to transition to NBA basketball. For you guys who do not know, I am a diehard Sixers fan. I am around the Philadelphia area, and I love my team. But the Raymond brothers, agent of broken prospect Markel Fultz, announced that the Philadelphia 76ers guard is diagnosed with neurogenic thoracic outlet syndrome. What this is is there's nerves that can that come from your spinal cord and control muscle movements and sensation in your shoulder, arm, and hand. What's what's going on is with this syndrome, the nerves are not their nerves are not firing right, and that's causing Markel Fultz to struggle with long jump shots. Honestly, the carousel continues for Markel Fultz. He went from he went from dropping a triple double in the last game of the regular season last year. To now, now he's having some form of down, of syndrome. He's going with, dealing with some nerve syndrome in his in his shoulder. What I don't get is, as a fan, why can't this training staff just be honest from the beginning? Look, Markel Fultz, there's something wrong with him. Instead of blaming it, it's physical or blaming it that it's something physical or something mental, just get to the point. Does this guy have a problem or not? And that's as a fan, I'm fed up with it because if Markel Fultz. Was the player that he was supposed to be the number one overall draft pick? This 76ers team right now would easily be the best team in the Eastern Conference and could probably go to the NBA Finals. But because of Markel Fultz's development and his haul and his the way how he's having shoulder problems, that's what's hurting the team a little bit. Markel Fultz is literally the missing piece, that fourth scorer, along with JJ Reddick and Bede, Butler and Simmons, that can put the Sixers over the top. And what do you guys think about Markel Fultz's syndrome? I, I, I think I think they're just trying to find an excuse for this one. But he's out for three to six weeks. Hopefully, though, he'll get the right surgery, get his nerve fixed, and who knows, the sky's the limit. The kid is only 20 years old, so I'm not going to root against him. But right now, you're the number one overall pick. There should be no excuse for you to play this bad. And for it to, for it to take this long, literally take two years, for doctors and professional medical staffs to figure out what is wrong with him. But feel free to call into the station and voice your opinions. Check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. I'm going to conclude today's show with a very special message about Urban Meyer because I know he announced his retirement. And I might talk about the Phillies next time on Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. But again, hope you guys have a great night. And stick around for the last topic of Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the final topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I'm going to conclude the show with two special words. Urban Meyer, the coach from for Ohio State University, has announced his retirement from college football as a coach. He has one of the best winning percentages all time out of all the coaches ever in college football. Urban Meyer's record is 186-32. and 32. Yes, that is his record, folks. He has won over 186 games and only lost 32 times, posting a career-winning percentage of 85%. He has also won three BCS national titles, two with Florida with Tim Tebow, and one with Ohio State. During his seven years with Ohio State, Urban Meyer's record was 82-9, and posting over a 90% winning percentage, and he also defeated rival Michigan all seven years with his tenure at Ohio State. Urban Meyer will always be known as one of the best college football coaches of all time, but what will always hurt his reputation is his his awful, like I wouldn't say awful, but controversy uh, situations that happened to him in the offseason. There was talks of him even losing his job this year. He was suspended for <clears throat> a couple games this season. Because he allowed his coworker to abuse his wife, so Urban Meyer has had a reputation that has been very iffy. So a lot of people do not like him, but in terms of his coaching ability, he is one of the best to do it. And you got to give props when props is due. He started out in Bowling Green. He coached two seasons at Bowling Green, and two seasons at Utah until he finally he led Utah to a 12-0 record, and they won the Fiesta Bowl. And once they won the Fiesta Bowl, and then he got the big-time job in Florida with Tim Tebow, he won an Outback Bowl, BCS national title in 06, a BCS title again in 08, won the Sugar Bowl, lost the Orange Bowl in 2013, but then came back and won the Sugar Bowl and the college football championship in 2014. They did, He defeated Alabama in the first round, and then he defeated Oregon in 2014. But again, he's one of the best coaches to ever coach college football, but the controversies will always hurt his reputation. And again, the fact that he allowed his assistant coach to beat his wife, well, knowing, knowing that he knew that, cost Urban Meyer his reputation as one of the most respected coaches in the game. But he's one of the best coaches of all time. By far, Bet one of the best coaches in Ohio State football history. You defeat Michigan for seven straight years. You deserve your props. And, and if you have a winning percentage of over 90%, With one program, that's historic, and got to give credit when credit is due. But this concludes today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Swoop Radio is everywhere. But I hope you guys have a great night, and this is Josh signing off. Swoop!